DJ Pastor Happy V of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Let's go. Let's go. All right, y'all. What's going on? This is the Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment Radio Podcast. And I am your host, DJ Pastor Happy Feet, and with my co host, Yo, 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 this Ty Boogie. Yeah, so we are here today, y'all. And we're going to talk about grief. But what we're here to do is to bring you information and inspiration. So, whenever you click on this podcast at a platform near your fingertips, you can always tune in and listen and get some type of information or inspiration. And we thank each and every last one of you for tuning in every single time you click that button. Thank you. So, like I said a while ago, we're going to have a discussion today. We're going to talk about what, Ty? Talking about grief. 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 Grief is definitely something a lot of people deal with. And everybody deal with it differently. And some people try to dictate on how we should grieve when we're going through something or when we lost a loved one. And most people be like, you know, you need to suck it up or either be quiet or try something different or take your mind off it. But it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to cry. Because the Bible tells us weeping may endure for a night. But what happens in the morning? Think joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. Yes, indeed. We here we're gonna discuss this topic and we're gonna borrow a few minutes of your time so that way we can get it all out and talk about how you deal with grief. Some people deal with grief, deal um with talking, crying laughing, loving, or trying to find something to keep themselves busy. And when they keep themselves busy, you know, you don't have a lot of time to grieve. And when you you find that time to realize that it's okay to grieve, then you begin to feel a whole lot better. So talk to me. Time. Well, not talk to me. Let's talk to the people together. We're going to have a conversation and we're going to talk about okay. how we deal with our grief and and everybody grieve differently. So right. let's let you take the floor for a minute. Well, I had I did a lot of grieving because I lost both parents, a sister, and each grieving period I went through was, was different because each relationship was different. So I might agree longer for my sister because, you know, that was my sister. Mm-hmm. And it's no way to, it's, I can't explain how do you deal with it, how do you get through it. But I, I pretty much got through it by myself. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to say by myself. I had help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you but, you know, especially with the lower down. Yes, of course. But it's, um you can get very depressed. Oh, yeah. That's the word get, that comes in. Yeah, you get very depressed. Right. You can feel lonely. But one thing I did realize, I got the Remember that the people that's here living. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. See, and we sometimes forget about that. But when we were surrounded, when when we have you found yourself when I mean, darn, when you surround <laughs> yourself with people that cares and, and that's genuine, did it help you in it? 
Of course. And it's good to get get together with family and like talk about the memories instead of crying about it. Cause mm. I got a funny family. We like to laugh. Oh yeah. So how we agree that we tell stories, right? Of the, of the loved ones, you know. And that's a good. I like to laugh at everything, so I don't want to be crying all the time. Yeah. But I like to laugh. So therefore, when we do get together, we talk about the good memories. Right. And it's a time and place for everything. Yeah. And when we realize it's okay to cry, then. You know, you feel a whole lot better, see, because then you begin to think it on the good memories, like you said, and you be able to talk about them. Right. And your heart is broke, and um, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and He rescued those whose spirits are crushed. And that's Psalms one eighteen. Right. And uh, Psalms thirty four eighteen. I'm sorry. Psalms thirty four eighteen says, "The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and He rescued those." Whose spirits are crushed. So when your spirit is crushed, crushed, and your heart is broken, the Lord will definitely be there to rescue you. Yes. In the time of trouble, because it it it, it, it we begin to question God. Have you ever questioned God? Why in the world have you took of them so soon? Of course I have. I, of course I have. Especially because you lost your sister. And she was fairly young. She was thirty-six. Yeah. Even yeah. like Lord, how? Right. Especially to see someone who was a fighter mm. that fought every day of her life, you know, yes. just to prove to people, you know. Exactly. To see her sick, it wasn't a good feeling for me. It, yeah. See, that was a broken heart. Yeah. God was close to you at that time. Yeah. And I lost a friend to pancreas cancer, a good friend who got me started in the studio. And when... I lost him. It was it was really hard. I grieved for a minute, but I grieved differently. You know, I pushed myself to get better at recording, get better at um, trying to produce people and produce music, and trying to get to that place to where, you know, I feel well. You know, he would be proud of me right now to see me where, what I'm doing, or to see what I'm doing, right. and especially to see me open my first studio. Go ahead, and not the last one. <laughs> so. I think he would be definitely proud of me. So that's how I was grieving with his loss. Right. And then when I've lost um, my uncle, when I was younger, you know, we cried, we cried because he was he was one of the uncles that always came around and did it. And every time I hear some bad news about someone passing that I know, I just reflect on the good memories that we've had. Yes. Got to. And when we focus on those good memories and we don't focus on what happened, then it helps. But, you know, each case is different because yeah. how we lose someone seems, it seems like if it's hurt, it's worse. Yeah. Because someone could be shot and we get the news, someone could be stabbed to death, someone could be choked, uh, I mean, strangled to death, or someone can be sick. Right. And, and when you done. lose someone back to back, back to Lord. back, mm, mm, mm. now that's the hardest, right? That's really hard. Yes. And you can back to back in a room so close, in the, like in one year, or whether it's two years, but when when it's so close, it'd be like, darn, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? Right. What are you doing? See, I lost I lost my mother in November. Two months later, I lost my sister. So I didn't even get a break. I didn't even get to grieve my mother because of my sister passed right. away. I had to like suck it up and say, "Hey, let's let's do what we need to do," you know. 
Exactly. Right. Within months of each other. Right. A mother and a sibling. So here we is planning one funeral. Two months later, got to plan a whole nother one. So basically, I ain't had time to agree to afterwards. To afterwards. After. Y'all was close. Yes. And Very it, close. And, and, it, and, it, and it hurts. Yeah, because my sister was living with me when she passed away. So we was very close. Oh, wow, yeah. Her and her kids, we was like real close. Real close family anyway, because it's, it's just us. Right. Yeah. And when we deal with this thing called grief, you know, it's sorrow, and mourning. And Ecclesiastes tells us it's a time for everything. But if we have genuine love surrounding us, it helps get through the um, pain and all the hurt because there's a uh, comedian here in Spartanburg who's on the radio 107.3 jams lovely big old she says her, her slogan is laugh until the pain is gone mm. and if we're laughing till the pain is gone she told a story about her grandmother how they were close and how she dealt with the grief and how her grandmother had uh, dementia and what happens is dementia, it, it causes us to act different. It changes our personality and different things of that sort. But she have now laughed. She brought it into her act and she was able to talk about it and name it a laugh and help and make someone else laugh at the pain because somebody else could be going through the same thing. Right. And when you're going through the same thing, of the same thing, you're able to help someone out by telling your testimony. You know, it's hard to to give love during the time that you're grieving. And it's hard to be able to um love someone else is what I mean when you're when you're grieving and you're going through because you know, you have those that don't want to be uh become attached to someone else. Right. What what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I, I lived it, so yeah. Yeah, so is it like was it hard for you to um to love someone else in fear of losing them? Mm, I'm not sure. You're not sure? Yeah. About what? Because the ones I lost, it's like, you can't get that back anyway. No, you can't get that back. <laughs> so I never lost of like a, a significant other. I can't even say <laughs> right, but I lost parents and a right. sister, like so, you know. Well, I mean, I guess I mean. Let me fix this. Now. You're not just a significant other. Um, is it hard for you just to share? Show was it hard for you to show and care for others, being that you lost someone so close? Actually, I yes, I did it more because I feel like mm. if my parents and my um sister can leave this earth so early. Why not spend time with the ones that's here so they can have more memories of me? I can't dwell on the past. So what I did was place memories with my kids because I remember the memories with my mother, my sister, and my father. So that's what I do now. I put memories with them. Mm. I focus on them. And it, and it's good that you, you do that because if you create the memories, that's what they have. If right. you have, if there's no memories with the kids, or any other family members, there's nothing to talk about. There's like no relationship that was there. Yes. There's nothing. It's just like every day. Yes. Now, we never went and sat on the porch yes. and drank lemonade in the summertime. You know, there's there's nothing 
to talk about it. It's just the small things that yeah. bring joy to your heart once you begin to think about it and take time to grieve. Yes. Well, that's what helped me get through my grieving process was remember all those memories I did have. Mm-hmm. And then I just I just wanted my sister to have memories with her daughters, you know? Yeah. And with her grandkids, you know, she didn't get to see her grandkid, her, her grandchild. And so I just want to place the memories with them so that they have kids one day. And I'm not here. They can talk about me, you know, in a good yeah, way. You in know. a good way. It'll be a funny way because I'm funny, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make it fun. So. Yeah, absolutely. I get it for both parents. They both were silly. So that's how we bring Brain, brain people is laughter, you know. Mm-hmm. And I want my kids. Well, they still like me too, so I'm pretty sure I didn't. We didn't carry it on already. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's always good to let someone know that you care. Yeah. It's always good to encourage someone. Yeah. And and it's always good to make sure that you you bring in laughter and and you bring in joy to a sorrow situation. Yeah. And if we're able to bring that in it, then people will begin to understand, you know, it won't always be like this. Right. We let them know, you know, it, don't, it won't always be sad, sorrow, and, you know, depression and things right. like that. Because a lot of people understand depression is really real. Mm, Mental yes. health is important. Yes. And what are your thoughts about, I'm going to tell you mine, what are your thoughts on seeking um, mental health I th- from someone. I think we should out. seek seek help. As black people, they they don't like it. Right. They don't like it. We don't want to talk to nobody. They might no. go back and tell our business. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's hard. That's hard to confide in somebody. You're right. It's real hard. You got to find that one person to confide in. And sometimes a stranger is better. Mm-hmm. A counselor. Yes. A grief counselor. Yeah. You know? They do have grieving counselors. Especially with kids losing parents, you know, mm-hmm. when they're real young. They really need that counseling. And it's and it's something that we were taught as little growing up that you know you don't talk about your problems you deal with it on yourself and you suck mm-hmm. it up and then you a lot of people you know we've seen them growing up committing suicide because everything that they were dealing with yeah and we see it more and more today right and a lot of kids be hurting themselves we don't we don't even know how they deal with pain no they have created this thing with these kids it's probably it's been around for a while they call yeah. it the suicide pack. And what they do, they come up with different ways to commit suicide. And they would go to attempt and they would try it. And some do succeed. So parents be aware of it. It is thing that started on social media. It's just like with some other little thing. I forget it, what it was. Some little monster mm-hmm. that they had on social media. Oh, that, um. Was it a monk? A moon? I forgot what that yeah, thing was. Yeah, yeah, some little <laughs> devil. Ugly demon. thing on there. Yes, it, it, and it causes the kids to really do some, um, do certain things to themselves and, right. and, and hurt others. And it's not right. I think it was a mumbo or something, whatever mumbo, that, yeah. yeah, whatever it was, it was, it wasn't right. <laughs> it was ugly. Yeah. Dag on it. And I can't even see it. No, that thing was ugly. <laughs> yeah, ugly. Oh, ugly oh. buzzard. But what happened, it, it caused a lot of harm to a lot of young people mm-hmm. and a lot of harm to, um, family members and it, it, it caused a lot of grief in the community throughout the country 
matter of fact, throughout the social media, because a lot of people have seen this and a lot of people have seen um, the young people killing themselves and hurting themselves all because of this little thing. Yes. And it always takes somebody's mindset, some some person with an evil mindset to create right. this evilness that is called. The devil gets so much credit. Mm. The devil gets so much credit because of some of the stupid stuff that we do ourselves. Right. And, and, and we cause a lot of grief within our circle, our family, when we make the uh, wrong decisions. Because right. a split second decision can cause us a lifetime of grief, a lifetime of heartache and pain. Yeah. One thing helped me since I, I lost a father, you know, my daughter lost her father. Mm-hmm. And so, just me, I'm I'm like busting in the room. What you doing in there? <laughs> I try to pay close attention to her because you never know what goes through a teenager mind when they lose a loved one, you know? Yes, that is so true. So, I pay her close attention, you know, because I can catch her in there crying one day. And then she come out smiling like she ain't been doing nothing. Mm. So, she didn't call me crying before. So, we've been through so much together that I know to go check on her. Right. You know? And it's good that you didn't say, stop that crying. I Suck did. It I told her it's okay to cry because, you know, we was taught, hush that up. I don't want to be that way with my kids, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I'm like, get it out. You know, it's yeah. okay. Yeah, There's nothing it. wrong with letting it out because you got to. That's it. You got to let it out. You got to let, let it out. It because it's like pressure building up. Pressure building up. Right. Build up pressure. Pressure. <laughs> so, um, I guess moving to the... Um, subject of healing when did you realize that you was getting over your grief oh it took me about a year i i i was grieving and depressed about a year so, right. so did your father pass in the same year no he passed later okay once my mother and sister passed right behind each other i just gave all my love to him you know like yeah. okay i got a parent left let me let us spend some time together yeah. And then he got sick and passed away. I was like, golly, Lord, why? You know, my yeah. only parent. Like, And it's weird because it, it feels strange not having a mother father here like to call. Yeah. Because I hung out with him, you know, just for laughter. Yeah. Laughter and the wow. stories. You yeah, know? Exactly. It was like not just my parents, but my friends. Yeah, because those are the things you can't get back. You can't right. get you no can't more get phone that back. calls. You can't no. get back funny people like that. Right. <laughs> Text messages, right? Nothing. You can't go over there. Another, another cook. Another, another smell. Sense of nothing. No phone call. My mama called me every time around my birthday. She be like, "Sure, may about that time. <laughs> <laughs> like she better have you or something." Yeah, yeah. See? She do that. She <clears throat> like, I was in labor at this time. She's so funny, man. Man, like it, I was blessed to have two great, funny parents. Isn't that something? Yeah. MC because some people don't have it. Right. And some people are grieving and wishing that they did have a mother or father. Right. And, you know, they take that for granted. And it, it's, it's grieving even if they haven't uh, lost them to the grave. Right. They lost to uh, society or to the system. You know, they're grieving and they're dealing with that in all different ways. You know, I grief. Some people act out and want to fight all the time, wanna, mm-hmm. you know, and hurt yes, people, yes. hurt people. Yes, yes. And if I'm like, you know, I'm hurt, I'm going to hurt you because I'm hurting. And this is how a lot of stuff gets started. I mean, a lot of evilness gets started. Right. You're right about that. I just took my pain just to, to tell my testimony to somebody else that lost a parent because 
you can't really understand unless you went through it, you know. Yeah, right. I right. can't tell nobody how to get over it. Right. Losing a parent. Or losing, losing a sibling, you know. Yeah. None of that. Yeah, all, uh, yeah, I haven't lost a sibling either. That's hard. Especially when my, my sister was like my second mama, so you know. Right. And then the tables <laughs> had like, turned. So you used to stay with her, right? Yeah. And then she ended up staying with you. Yeah. <clears throat> had to take care of each other. That's something. Yeah. But God will help us through all the process, through all grieving aspects. It's 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 not a shame to find someone that you can confide in, someone that you can talk to about all of these issues, all of these things that we got going on. It's not um, um, showing a sign or form of weakness or, or consider you as a punk, a punk because it's, it's just something that has been taught to us throughout our generations and generation after generation. You don't go talk to no doctor or no psychiatrist or counselor or whatever the case may be because they don't, you'll be uh, labeled as, they say, crazy. Right. And I've I always talked to someone and tried to tell them that, listen, go talk to someone. Go see someone other than inside me because sometimes, you know, it could be a conflict of interest. You know, anybody want to hear nothing from you anyway, even if the other person, the, our counsel would say the same thing. But then in the, I don't want to go because they're going to tell me I'm crazy. They're going to either take my, if, if they have kids away, you know, they were like, you know, they were going to take my kids away from me. Right, you know, right. I'm not going to have my kids because they're going to be crazy and all of that stuff like that. And you're trying to understand that, listen, that is not the case. They're there to help you get you to that point to where that way you will understand because some of us just have a, some, there's the imbalance there. There's no balance. And when you're grieving, it's, it's a roller coaster ride. You know, you just, the emotions are up and down, up yes, and down, up yes. and down. It is. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, process, the beginning process of feeling is to make sure that you continue to encourage each other with the words of wisdom. Right. With words of encouragement, and what, what what do you think when people say <laughs> um, when someone you and you lose someone this definitely let me know if you yeah, if you need anything right or let me know if you can do any if I can do anything then you don't need hear from no more <laughs> gosh to be my guy gosh to be my you don't need hear from them no more you don't hear from them right. Don't don't say it if you're not gonna do it. I heard it a lot. <laughs> the only person you can count on for that is God. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus gave us this comforter called the Holy Spirit to let us know that He is with us at all times. And um you know, whatever higher being you think of that's encouraging you, then you need to encourage him. But the most of all, who you really need to be encouraged about it is the Holy Spirit, because this is what God has given us, his son, and his son has given us the Holy Spirit. So we got to make sure that we all are connected to the vine so we can feel the power of love. Yes. Love carries so much power. It it it, it takes away the word grief it takes it takes away the word mourn it takes away the word sorrow it takes away the word um, angry upset 
um, any negativity because love does not hold any negativity any past tense or anything that would keep you from moving forward love covers a multitude of sins mm-hmm. right and check on your people check mm-hmm. on people that doesn't love someone make sure they're good you might can save them from they might be greed in that moment you check on them yes indeed yeah We may grieve for a little while, but in due time, we will begin to rejoice again. You know, you can't really speak to someone about it unless you've been through it. I don't know how to get to it, but, you know, in the specific subject, I had an uncle who was killed uh, when I was younger. He was he was taken away at an early age. And by grieving with that because we were so close and grieving from it. And my mother had grieved a good bit from it, the depression. And it didn't, you know, there was no counseling. There was nothing that she went to to get help of because he died in her arms after he got shot out in front of a building in New York City and uh, Brooklyn, New York. So what happened was when. They shot him. She heard the shots and ran outside and saw him on the ground and she he died in her arms. And mm-hmm. to lose a sibling that way right. is really hard. Mm-hmm. And see, as African Americans, don't nobody want to seek help, like we said earlier, because they feel as if they're going to be labeled as something wrong with them. Right. Well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is something wrong. It. Well, what it is is that we're grieving. Right. You know. And getting help will learn you how to deal with it. Exactly. Right. Let it go. For no one is abandoned by the Lord. Mm. Amen. No one is abandoned by the Lord. Hmm. Hard subject for me. (laughs) It is. Yeah, it's a hard subject. See, but Ecclesiastes... uh, Four, oh, seven, four. Ecclesiastes seven four says a wise person thinks a lot about death, while a fool thinks only about having a good time. Mm. I, most people won't even talk about death. Most people will not. Our our adult parents, our adult uh, family members will not speak about death because they feel it's hard and you don't say things like that. You don't supposed to talk about stuff like that. Right. Like, oh, but if I leave this world today, what am you going to do tomorrow? Right. What is it that you're going to do that will continue to keep you afloat and moving forward and doing what need and doing what, uh, what's needed to be done in the time of my going. Who is it that I can put in charge when something happened to me? Who can I trust that would carry on the mantle, that would keep on the vision, that would keep the vision pushing, that would keep everything jumping and going? Who is it that I 
can trust that will let that would allow the vision continuously to prosper. So it's good for you and me and us and all of the world to talk to our children, to our loved ones about death. If I was to die, because it's every single day someone is dying, death is real. Mm. We don't want to talk about it, but it's real. One day we will all have to meet that crossroad. And we will all have to cross that threshold of eternal life. Right. And to leave this old world, <laughs> to be dancing over on the other side. Yes. Y'all don't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> what you say, Pastor? You got to be more careful. Um. So don't ever think that it's, 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 it's strange to talk about death to our children. Right. And that's something that we're afraid of. Right. Because we don't. Because, and then, and they only say, oh, you don't need to talk like that. Stop saying that. <laughs> right. You know, it's because it's something that they've heard and they, they was taught that. Right. But it's okay to talk about it. Right. They don't want to see you go. So of course they don't want to hear. No, they don't want to hear. Why are you talking yeah. like that? Why are you talking like that? You, Got to make sure that we speak of it because it's real. Yes. If we don't teach now or talk about it now, they'll never know how to do it. How they gonna plan a funeral? How they gonna do this? How they gonna do oh. that? How 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 was it gonna take? You know, because my uh, first time, you're like, you know, I've never dealt through this. I've never been through this. I never knew how to do this. Right. I I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. A lot of funeral homes, uh, services, places, they hear that a lot. They hear it a lot. They hear it a lot that, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to plan. See, when you got professional people that would, that, that takes family seriously, you know, when they say our family is your family, mm. when you hear those words, then you know that you are in good hands because a lot of people don't know how to plan. There's a lot of people that even know how to plan when, will, will just boom, forget about everything because of the, the, the grief moment. Everybody grieving at that time. Right. Can nobody focus? Can't focus. But you got to step up, be strong, and get it done. But it's hard. Yeah. Trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's hard. It's hard. It's I not easy. It. Yeah, it's not. Ooh, I'm going to tell you, one experience for me is hard. And um, um, people that passed away was my father. And I had to make the decision to pull the plug. Mm. And so, like... I'm like, no, I, ain't, I don't want my daddy going nowhere, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then the only, the only, the only way I made a decision because out of all that he been, you know, out with the, on the breathing machine, he said, "Let me go." And what his words? Yes. <laughs> and he haven't talked to nothing. He was like, you know, let me go. That's the only way I made a decision because I couldn't see me. It'll be my fault if he passed away because I, you know, he, oh, he wasn't going to live yeah. anyway. But for him, for me to make that decision for his uh-huh. life, that was the hardest thing ever. Yes. To make a decision <laughs> to let a loved one go. Yeah. That is definitely another major, major uh, uh, point of, 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 of heartache. Yeah. 
So yeah. I, that was a different grieving for me because I felt like it was my fault. Yeah. Even though he gave me the okay to you know mm-hmm. let it go, I just felt like damn, I should have did something else. Yeah, I almost forgot about the blaming grief. Yeah. The grieving when you're blaming yourself. That's why I grieve him the, the hardest because everybody done. else passed away before I got there. Right. I saw his last breath. Yeah. It's oh yeah. Yeah, that hit a little different. Yeah, because even though he was breathing after I left, mm-hmm. I already knew he wasn't going to make it. Yeah. But it was hope because he was breathing after a breathing machine. But the condition he was in, we all knew. Yeah. You know. You know. But, it's, but at, you know, like you said, at the same time, it's still hard. That's hard. Yeah, that was hard for me. A hard but, decision ever in life. But when you're able to get past it. Yeah, that's when you get I had to understand it. that that man was sick. It's yeah. nothing I can do. The right. doctor explained to me there's nothing you could have did any different. Yeah. The outcome. Nothing. Because I'm like trying to look at medical records. Like, was there anything? No. Mm-hmm. So y'all letting this man live like this. Yeah. Just to be his body be here a little longer, you know. Yeah. You're holding on. Holding on. Being selfish, you want to hold on. Right. Yeah. We know that prayer changes things, but there's mm-hmm. a time where common sense have to yes. kick in. That's what I said. This is common sense right here. Yeah. yeah. Common sense have to kick in and take place somewhere, somewhere down the line. And getting and, and, and getting an understanding of what's happening is very important. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, there are those who will have this blockage on and be like, nah, mm-mm, nope, I don't want to hear it. Right. Nope, I'm not doing it. No, I'm not. Right. I'm not doing it. That's why I had to get to myself and make the decision. Like, yeah. Let me spend some time with him right there by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you take that time and you personalize everything that you want and everything that you're going through and understand. You get it. Because when you get that phone call, Mm-mm. it's just like all life just go downhill. <laughs> and everything. <laughs> And everything, <laughs> and everything get depressed. <coughs> now I got choked up, and now I want to cry. You know what this Just me being me, faster, happy feet, being able to grieve. And you get that last. I uh, mean, uh, you get that last phone call mm-hmm. to come in and make a decision for that family member. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a hard process. Mm-hmm. It's hard something to digest and to, and, but to break it down and to get you to a place of understanding. This is why it is important to talk about death. It is talking about, it is good to talk about the, the passing of, um, yourself or someone else and understanding that, you know, it's okay to cry. It's okay not to be okay. You cry and get it out. Get it all out, shed it, shed the tears, and ugly crying now. Um, ugly crying now. <laughs> I, I Ch- choking up. I don't all know. I bet this dude the thing. I can't let it go, but I'm a dance. Get on up and dance, y'all. Good God, my city, what I'm stupid. <laughs> I got a toy, don't know how to act. Love it. Dance through your pain. Yeah. Dance through your pain. Pastor Happy if he said, dance, get on up. Hey, dance your way through your pain. 
So, you know, because their music, it's music for everything. Mm-hmm. We're talking to a music queen over here. Yes. Yes, yeah, all I do. It's music for every situation. Yes. Music to bring you up. And when you get too high on your high horse, there's music to bring you down. <laughs> <laughs> there's music to make you cry, and there's music to make you laugh. Yeah. And music to make you dance. And music to, oh, <laughs> dance. Give it up, y'all. Y'all nobody. See, ain't got nothing better else to do. <laughs> Keep press, don't press that button no more, boy. Oh, <laughs> but yes, indeed, it is definitely important, like we said, to talk about death. And death is something serious that's needed to be talked about in every household, every culture, every ethnic background. It is important for us to talk about death because it's real. Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you all for listening. We gave you all some inspiration and we gave you information. Always seek someone for counseling. Always seek someone for advice and when you're going through something it's okay not to be okay it's okay to call somebody in the time of going through something and there's always a time when you're feeling down and you're feeling out and want to give up and throw in the towel make sure that you have that confident that person that you can put comfort in that uh confidence in and let them know that you know you know i'm not okay today Mm -hmm. i need you to pray for me i need you to talk to me i need you to pray with me I just need someone that I can speak to just that other person. And always check on the people that's okay. Check on them, people. Check on your people that's okay. Because the people that we think are okay, don't the ones that we really need to be checking on. Right. They just saying that. Check on me. <laughs> I'll tell you I'm okay in a minute. Check on me. Right. Because sometimes I may say I'm okay. Then I'm not. Right. And one good thing, just let it hurt, let it heal, and, and let it go. That's it. Yes. So, I am your co-host. No, I'm not. I lied. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was a <laughs> joke. A what? Joke. Oh, okay. Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, DJ Pastor Happy Feet, and this is my co-host. Yo, 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 this is Ty Boogie. Thank y'all so much for listening and tuning in. Thank you, Zach. Come on, boy. Let's take Come on out. Thank you for listening to the Sight Beyond Sight podcast, a podcast of inspiration and information, a production of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. For more information about Site Beyond Site Entertainment, email us at sitebeyondsite7 at gmail.com and like us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and now on Twitter at Site Podcast 4. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel for more great content. This podcast has been edited and produced by me, Mr. G, Greg Wilkins. DJ Pastor Happy Feet of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yo, what's up? What's up? How you doing, Ty? Good. Oh, yeah? Great. How was your day? Great. Your day was great? Yeah. Your day was great. And I wonder about my day. 
My day would probably be even better if I turn your microphone on. What you think? Turn it up. I can hear myself. You can hear yourself. You can hear me. No. You can't hear me. Oh, I hear myself again. I can hear myself again. Again. And again. Let's go. Let's go. What were you doing today? Clint built, wash clothes, cook. Hold on, man. That's African American talk. You what? Clint up? Clint up. Ah. Ooh, you sound good now. What's that static? I'll fix that. I'm the static man. <laughs> Cleaned up. It cleaned up. I had to clean up when I messed up. I messed up that with kids. Man. Start of my life. You always want to blame it on the kids. The cherry. Yep, absolutely. The cherry. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I need to be comfortable. So if y'all hear me move my chair. Oh, that. That's me moving my chair. <laughs> Sound like you did tell something up. Right. So. Let's go. Let's go.